shooting and a pushing and a snatching and a scratching and all of this a hopping at the same time. It was a wild party and now I know we were lucky to be alive. There you go, right there, Mr. Charlie Feathers with the Wow Wow Party. Got some more Charlie Feathers coming up later. Of course, for Chummy, got some fun, uh, more uh, Charlie Feathers. Uh, started off with Elvis Prenzel doing good rocking tonight. So today is, wow, the sun setting. It's been 20, it's going to be 24 hours. Well, we did 21 hours of songs all about the sun. One of the listeners said, Hey, listen, you're running out of songs about the sun. Why don't you do a special on sun records? And the first I says, ah, get out of here, you and your dumb ideas. And I'm thinking, dumb ideas? I like it. I like it a lot. So today is celebrating uh, all the great stuff from sun records uh, down in Memphis. And uh, it's going to be good. So, uh, wow, what can I say? I don't know. Been listening to so yesterday's show was very interesting. I had then uh, Greg from Get Hip Records. So uh, Zombo's Deep Archive is going to be moving to a new time slot. When uh, it's going to be now, it's going to be um, one p.m. to uh, with a one, two, three to four p.m. One to four p.m. on uh, Thursday. So it's two. To, it was two to five. They want to bump me up an hour. No big deal. So uh show's going to start an hour early. And as a Zombo Deep Archive, me playing shows from back, back, back in the time. That's right. It's shows from 13 years ago. And uh, that airs on Thursdays. And uh, let's just dig back. And I got to tell you, I, you probably heard it a million times. I did start out as a rockabilly DJ. I started out about 30 years ago, strictly like I was one of these rockabilly purists. That's all I wanted to hear, you know. And it had to be like some rare stuff and good stuff. And, you know, none of the like, let's go to the hop and Duke Earl crap. No, it had to be like the, the like the knife fight in the 50s kind of stuff, which is cool. I still love it. But, you know, I expanded my horizons a bit. And uh, it's on the horizon is Sun Records. So let's dig in. This is one of the first things Sun Records ever released. Uh, Harmonica Frank Floyd with Swamp Root. WRCT Zombo where? Where? <coughs> That's you you know where. We went a hunting the other night, just me and my gal without a light. <laughs> Man, the moon was so pretty and the air so free, and I couldn't help that coopie and felt big. Wanted to love, yeah, man, I had the neck a little too. Walking ahead, we heard the snap, and there she lay in a big steel trap. She 
yelled aloud and she said, I'm Sue. And she started to twist and screw and scrambling about. Fell on the hill and she started to roll. She couldn't stop to save her soul. <laughs> her eyes was bloodshot and her nose was red. She had a knot on her head. Mean as a big knot, too. It wasn't no little pimple. Same song, the second verse, the third spasm. Rave on. She was pretty. <laughs> Boy, we started on, we came to a bog to get across, now we had to walk along. <laughs> Halfway over and one foot slipping down in the mud, clean up her hips, she fell. <laughs> I got her out and I dried her off, she started to sneeze and cough, catching cold, felt miserable. She looked at me like a cat would at mice, her teeth would rattle like a paradise, throwing seven and eleven. Started on my dog that treat in a hollow log and down she squatted like a big bullfrog. <laughs> the polecat's afraid it was a mess of fog, boy, boy, what older. <laughs> Had to put her in a barrel, bury her clothes, take her home that way too. Whoop it on up. Wine goes in, the truth comes out. Two more shots to tell it all. <laughs> May not believe what I say now, but the sound of folks that has bleeded while under the influence of swamp root. <laughs> Cotton hose and brogan shoes She had powder on her nose, lipstick rouge Dress was made with flower sacks The name of the flower stamped on her back And all kinds of brands Cheap stuff and holy too Boy, we started home at the hour of 12. What happened to that old gal was hard to tell. <laughs> Stockings down, the shoes on lace. She said, I come from the hunting race.
kitchen I have all of me a mountain cat Not a ratchet meat in my kitchen stuff you really wouldn't expect to come out of uh, Sun Records, but they did. Sleepy John Estes doing a neat little thing called Rats in My Kitchen. Pretty standard, the blues thing. A harmonica jam, more of a harmonica jam thing by, uh, uh, let's see, Coy Hotshot Love and a little bit of a real hillbilly thing there. Harmonica Frank Floyd doing some Ethan on a song called Swamp Root. You're listening to Zombo right here, where in your brain, and celebrating, well, not celebrating, but playing some records for you. Uh, so now, where's that greasy, good rockabilly at? I, there's, it's coming up right now. And the stuff on some records Roy Orbison did, 
Ah, just not a favorite. Hated, not a favorite. Did not like Ooby Dooby and all this other stuff. But boy, oh boy, he came out with this one. And this one is a real humdinger. So here's Roy Orbison, Domino, Zombo in Your Brain, RCT Pittsburgh. Yeah.
Yep, there you go, man. One of the unluckiest guys in rockabilly ever, Mr. Carl Perkins. You know, not that great looking to begin with. Got in a pretty bad automobile accident. Got married. Wrote great songs and just never was, uh, never was up there with Elvis. You know, he wrote blue suede shoes. He, that's the thing. He played guitar and he wrote a lot of music. You know, stuff Elvis didn't do. All Elvis did was the hips and the hound dog. Never knew cuckoo. So yeah, but Carl Perkins, man, kicking it with uh, Matchbox. And before that, Get Rhythm. Some real classic stuff there. Johnny Cash, Get Rhythm. Ain't Got a Thing, one of my favorite Sonny Burgess tunes. It's got a nice little change up in the uh, guitar section, though it's not so standard as a lot of the Rocco Billy. Set started off with a real cramps-covered sizzler, uh, Roy Orbison doing Domino. And there's a couple other uh, cramps covers coming up here. I got, uh, I got some female rockers coming up. So there's a... There's a handful of women that recorded on Sun Records. So what you're listening to, you're listening to Zombo in Your Brain. It is a Sun special. It is all music about uh, uh, from the Sun uh, record label down from Memphis. So there you, you, you're going to get this for the next uh, some odd time until 1 o'clock. So playing great rockabilly roots music today. What's going to happen next week? I don't know. All I know is I'm looking forward to October because the whole month of October is going to be all Halloween music. So if I could just stumble through a couple weeks of September, maybe do some September songs or something like that, and uh, just just kind of kind of rope-a-dope my way into October. Man, man, that month of October. Yeah, you and everybody knows that's my favorite favorite month to DJ. Because I drag out all the crazy, creepy, super cool stuff. Yeah, Mr. Halloween right here, man. You do know what I am saying. All right, let me tell you what I know what I'm saying. Let's see what's got here. How about, um, hey, um, you know, each year, three million athletes suffer sports-related brain injuries from concussions. Mm-hmm. The effects can be serious. They actually might go on to be baseball players. According to the American Academy of Neurology, any athlete who is suspected of having a concussion should be removed from play and put into a baseball game immediately until evaluated by a doctor. Anyone who has training should really keep an eye out on a sports concussion. There you go with that little sports concussion for you. And let's see here. What else? Hey, check it out. Under federal law, consumers are entitled to a free copy of their credit report. So send me your credit report. Log into annualcreditreport.com or give me a call. Let me know. The Federal Trade Commission lets you say you can get your own credit report. So get it at 877-322-8228. Or is that the poison control number? Hmm. You'll have to call and find out. Especially if you have a sports-related concussion. Back to the chicks here. So this tune has got to be one of them. The, it is my Oh, God, I can't even say it's my favorite Sun tune, but oh, my God. This thing from Sun Records is two husbands, two wives, and um, they put together this. I don't even know if this was even released, but they, they, they were called the Sun Rays. And oh, my God, how this did. This song has everything, man. It's great, great lyrics, amazing harmonies, really fantastic melody line. It's it's a apex of Sun Records. Check this out. Sunrays. <laughs> <laughs> 
Love is a Stranger, WRCT Pittsburgh.
don't know. That sounds like a good deal to me. If you've loved before and you've tried again and the world marks you as a wall man of sin, welcome to the club. Come in and be with me. You don't have to be a member. A broken heart's the only fee. If you've tried to do the best you can Still the label you has a run of a man Well, join the one who really knows What it means to be a better Someone to call your own And people just won't leave you alone Welcome to the club It's a crowded place to stay I reserve a special table And the fire blows away If you never win Seem to always lose And you just can't smile Sun Records, man, a bunch of complaining broads. First off, they say it want a man, then I want to rock with a man, then there's a house of sin with a man, and then you got a broken heart, now you're in the club, thanks to a man. Bunch of complaining broads. Start out with Barbara Pittman killing it with I Need a Man. The Miller Sisters, 10 Cats Down, Dusty and Dot Rhodes doing House of Sin, and that was Gene Chapel doing Welcome to the Club, okay? Are you guys sitting down? Because I'm going to give you a flurry of uh, kind of uh, more, well, not lesser known, but just a lot of the Sun Records stuff that should have been massive just due to the fact they are such intense rockers. And these are songs the Cramps didn't even cover. So, you know, because the Cramps really found like, hey, this is really, these next four tunes are probably the, the most, the probably, honestly, the, the, the real roots of punk rock. And uh, we're going to start with a guy by the name of Max Self. Max Self doing a song called I Vibrate. And man, like I'm saying, the next couple tunes are like guys you might not have heard of, but they just they are just destroying and reinventing rock and roll right before your very eyes. Once again, you listen to the Zombo right here in your brain, WRCT Pittsburgh, and playing three hours of music from Sun Studios. Down Memphis, most of the music is from the mid to late 1950s, maybe a few early 60s things. So check this, check this monster out. I vibrate, Max Self. Take a log blindfolded, climb a tree barefooted, find a bed of rattlesnakes. Baby, did you see you vibrate, hey, vibrate, vibrate, hey, vibrate. She looks to the right, looks to the left, got the floor all by herself. She wakes one 
baby, start to vibrate, hey, buzz, buzz, vibrate, hey, buzz, buzz, vibrate, hey, buzz, buzz, vibrate for me. Baby's gonna vibrate, hey, vibrate, hey, vibrate, hey, vibrate for me. One more time. I'd walk along blindfolded, climb a tree barefooted. Fight a bit of rattlesnakes, baby, just to see you vibrate, hey, vibrate, vibrate, hey, vibrate for me.
belly of the whale Daniel in the lion's den I know a guy didn't try to get along And he won't get a chance again That's all she wrote Dead young, set your saddle home I know why I like this music so much because I like it so much. That was Slim Rhodes with Do What I Do. And let's see, we did Warren Smith doing uh, Hank Williams's Dear John, a mind blowingly fantastic rock and roll tune, Tommy Blake doing Lordy Hoodie, and uh, Max Self just killing it with uh, I Vibrate. You're listening to Zombo right here in your brain. And it was kind of fun because it's so nice revisiting this again because I used to uh, DJ things like Viva Las Vegas out in Las Vegas. And I used to do uh, the, the Rebel Weekender. And I just got burned out on Rockabilly because sadly, a lot of the people that go to those festivals, that's all they listen to. You know, they dress their kids up that way, you know, and uh, the kids are like confused or like six years old and they're wearing like, you know, uh, they're dressed up like a little junior Johnny Burnett and they're getting picked on by all the, I, you know, not my problem, not my problem. But, you know, some people, actually, it's funny. When I did one of these uh, festivals, Robbie Folks showed up and totally, totally 
this guy just killed me. He totally went out of his way to make these people mad. He wrote the song called Roots Rock Weirdos, which was just a great tune. And, you know, songs like, you know, songs like, you know, they, they, they don't grow up. They, they, they're they're uh, um, dressed up like it's 1953. I had bowling shirts that say Hank on it. And he just pegged every one of these guys. And he was the only guy not to have an upright bass player. So what he did, he thought it'd be funny, is have his bass player play a regular bass guitar, but have him, like, play it at almost a 90-degree angle. And then say, here, here. And he shows up in a baseball cap and, like, stuff he just, like, you know, uh, and, and, and he just totally killed the show. He did a great job and played incredible Roots music, but he didn't look like everybody else. He didn't have the uniform and alienated, uh, you know, a lot of the crowd, which he wanted to do. Robbie Folks is a guy that he's kind of like a modern day Charlie Feathers. Let's see how hard I can shoot myself in the foot. But uh, one thing I did, which was kind of neat when I did a lot of these, I, uh, I had a small record label where I, um, I, I got rid of all my vinyl. I have no vinyl. Zero. Gone. You know, because it's I have my obsession is so much that um, I we when we lived in Portland, I had to have a, a storage unit. I, we didn't have room in our our house for these all this stuff because I always worked at record stores, always on radio stations, always I would you know. So it doesn't it doesn't phase me at all to to uh, to download music for nothing now. This is my compensation package for probably a quarter of a million dollars I spent on the records and then CDs and cassettes and eight tracks, uh, just all of that, all of that money. So the nice thing is I have it all consolidated now. So it just got to be where uh, the story was. It's true. Uh, the song I wanted to hear, I wanted to hear the first Soft Machine album. And I figured, oh, my God, I got to drive to my storage unit. I got to pull out all these boxes. I got to figure out what box I put it in. And then, what's going on? Oh, there you go. Somehow, I was being, I was being tracked by something, needless to say. So anyhow, I just kind of said, you know what, this stinks. I don't own a record collection. The record collection owns me. So it uh, took me about six to seven years, digitize everything, sell everything. Didn't have to work for a long time. And uh, celebrated the fact that I still had the music. I didn't have the thing. You know, like that, that someone say, oh, yeah, I got that web. Uh, I got that uh, Warren Smith, dear John 45. Yeah, I got the original pressing. Yeah, it was $145. And, you know, I just stamped that sucker because it's about the music, not the thing, not a piece of plastic with a, 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 a paper sticker on it. It's about the music. It's not about the thing. One thing I cannot stand are these vinyl elitists. And when they ever call me in to do a gig, I go, oh, do you spin vinyl? I say, no, I bring the Zombotron. What's the Zombatron? I sent him a picture of the Zombatron, and it's no more questions asked. That's how that works. So right now, let's get into one guy who, uh, a real, I mean, this guy, this Elvis Presley even called this guy the bad boy of rockabilly, Jerry Lee Lewis, the killer. And uh, so this is kind of neat. I want to play two songs. Uh, the first one, X covered. The second one was a Ronnie Self tune. And the third one, I cannot believe Sun Records put this thing out. So it's a, a three shot of Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, two songs I think are his are, are the are the are the killingest from the killer. And then a novelty record that Sun Records put out about Jerry Lee Lewis. Check these out. Breathless. If I can hold you, then let me squeeze my heart. Go 
goes round and round My love gonna tumble me down You leave me Breathless Well, I shake all over and you know why I'm sure it's love, honey, that's no lie Cause when you call my name You know I'm boring like a wood in flame You leave me Breathless Ooh, baby Ooh, crazy You're much too much Honey, I can't love you enough It's all right to hold on tight you to love me, to love me right Oh, come on, baby, now don't be shy This love was meant for you and I When rain, sleet, or snow I'm gonna be wherever you go You have left me Breathless Some man like no one can 
We take you now to the municipal airport in Memphis, Tennessee, where rock and roll singer Jerry Lee Lewis and his new bride have just arrived from a tour of the British Isles. Our on-the-spot announcer has just notified us that Mr. Lewis has consented to an interview. Come in, Edward R. Edward. This is Edward R. Edward at the municipal airport in Memphis, Tennessee. Mr. Lewis, I'd like to ask you this question. How do you feel about being back home? Mm, feels good. Well, uh, Jerry, what did you say when the news of your marriage broke over in London? The news is out all over town. Well, uh, how did you manage to uh, get your marriage license with your wife being so young? I told a little lie. Well, uh, like uh, Jerry Lee, uh, where did you meet your charming wife? Bobby at the high school hall. How did you propose to your wife? Open up a honey, it's your lover boy, me, that's knocking. Mr. Lewis, I see you have your attractive bride with you. Would you like to tell the audience something about her? <laughs> yeah. Well... How do you feel about the whole situation? I'm feeling sorry. Jerry, this question, do you think women find you attractive? Well, I ain't bragging. It's understood. What did you say when the London critics voiced their opinion of your show? I know that I should leave. Well, Jerry, here's a question uh, rather important to our audience. Were the conservative Britons very shaken over your behavior? What did Queen Elizabeth say about you? Goodness gracious, this is great balls of fire. Well, Jerry, what was your reply to the London critics? Don't be Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Lee's manager has just stepped off the plane. Uh, let's see if he'll make a statement. Say, sir, could you uh, come over to our microphone? Uh, say, sir, yeah, thank you. Uh, how do you feel about the publicity Jerry Lee has been getting? Now, believe in the word for me that I feel. Well, Jerry, we'd like to wind up our little interview here, and we'd say thanks to you for taking your time. And one more final question, though. How has the whole situation left you, Jerry Lee Lewis, feeling? Riffless. There you be. Even the shout out to Queen Elizabeth in that thing. So that was uh, the return of Jerry Lee Lewis. And yes, Sun Records put that out, trying to capitalize on the plummeting record sales of Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis actually came, tried to do a secret comeback uh, as a, a character called The Hawk. So he kind of came out with some instrumentals called The Hawk. But, you know, everybody goes, oh, yeah, that distinctive style of playing is like that. That's Jerry Lee Lewis. So uh, his comeback as The Hawk. He's, he is going to be 87 the end of this month. He is still alive. The killer is still alive. Most of these dudes aren't. But somehow Jerry Lee Lewis has dodged the Grim Reaper more ways than one. Mm, okay, so let's, let's gear things down the bit. Let's... Shifted into a neutral gear, cruise down the hill right into oncoming traffic. We are going to do some of the slower things from Sun Records, celebrating and playing music of Sun Records. I'm almost tempted next week to uh, come out and play. Uh, I may even do this because uh, if we're on the rockabilly thing, uh, I had a whole series of CDs, bootleg CDs come out in uh, the 90s. Uh, and there was, it was called Real Rare Rockabilly. 
And I would, well, that's how I made money because Viva Las Vegas hardly paid anything. The Heavy Rebel Weekend, they hardly paid anything. What I would do, I would make all my money. I'd have like VHS tapes of like uh, what it was called Ranch Party and uh, uh, Scopatones, and I would sell those there. And then I would also, I was one of the first people to buy a CD burner. So I would burn all of these, you know, 45s, all the stuff on two CDs, and I would sell them. It was called Real Rare Rockabilly. And uh, it was just like all super rare, crazy stuff. And that's how I kind of, that's how I kind of survived financially uh, being a, a rockabilly DJ and doing that for a while. So maybe next week I'll do that. I don't know. I don't know. I may, I may not. I don't know. I just don't know. Lonely weekends. Let's gear this down. Charlie Rich, some sad, sad sun song. Make it all right from Monday morning to Friday night. Oh, lonely weekends since you left me. I'm as lonely as I can be. Oh, lonely weekends. Say so you. I still love her so, and brother 
bet she's not like me. She's out fancy free, flirting with the boys with all her charms. But I still love her so, and brother, don't you know? I'd welcome her right back here in my arms. Well, there must be some way I can lose these lonesome blues, or get about the past and find somebody new. I've thought of everything from me to see. Fresh out of prison 
shit in the can Lost my wife and family No one to comprehend Don't tell me your trouble Got enough of my own Be thankful you're living Drink up and go stands a blind man a man that can't see yet he's not complaining why should you and me don't tell me your trouble I got enough of my own be thankful you're living up and go home I'm fresh out of prison six years in the camp lost my wife and family no one to call friend don't tell me your trouble got enough of my own and some of his buddies. Sorry, Cobb Perkins, drink up and go home. And let's see what else we do that we did. Uh, oh, uh, Eddie, oh my God, Ernie Chafin, feeling low. Uh, Deke Dickerson covered that tune. Wow, that is about as sad as sad gets. It's a, uh, that, once again, another one of these tunes that got the right minor chords at the right time. Johnny Cash, Old Lonesome Me, and Charlie Rich began that sad, lonely set with Lonely Weekends. So we are doing the music of Sun Records, and you know what? What the hell? Next week, it's going to be um, stuff from Zomboko. So it's all going to be my bootleg rockabilly CDs that I used to <laughs> sell at all these weekenders. Uh, hundreds of great songs, so I can make a whole show out of it. I don't know if I ever did that before. I don't know if I ever did that before. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, and these things are long out of print. You know, I, I, I just have them, like, saved on uh, my my uh, my archives and uh yeah might as well you know what else are we gonna do in september you know we kind of prop our feet up after summer dig some rockabilly and today playing all sun records uh winding down so it makes 24 hours the songs about the sun and then we'll just kind of segue 
that into uh, when I had a bootleg uh, uh, record label. And uh, I only got in trouble once. Troy Hess, the guy that sang uh, Mother, Please Don't Go Topless, which is a hilarious song. He sang it as a kid. Um, there was a song of his, not that, it was like some other song of his that was on there. And he said, uh, you know, can I get any money for this? I heard that you're selling these things. And I only, you know, I was doing them one at a time. The most I've ever sold is maybe, oh boy. I'd probably say if I sold 50 copies of each one, you know, and, and really for copyright's sake, you know, it's 65 cents a song if, you, if you're like doing that. If, so it's, you have to pay the artist 65 cents. So we're talking maybe $30 I might have owed this guy. And that's the thing. I mean, I had like, uh, if so, so bands actually told me if a band is recording a cover tune, and they're, not, and they're only going to press like about a thousand. Don't even bother. They're not going to come after you for $65. You know, they're not going to come after you for that kind of money. What they got to pay an entertainment lawyer, with even to the, even the send you a letter is a couple hundred dollars. So, you know, I'm not advocating ripping off artists, but, you know, when you look at what these guys at Sun were probably paid, like what Ernie Chafin might have got for that great song, he might have got a, you know, $10 a bottle of booze in the hooker. I don't know. But uh, that's, uh, look at chess records. Chess records is even worse. Uh, what they would do to people other than Chuck Berry. Man, Chuck Berry was a shrewd dude, man. Chuck Berry really, um, you know, uh, really, uh, really put him straight. But uh, I remember, I think Bo Diddley asked them where his royalty check was. And they said, you want royalty? Go to England. There you go. Another Queen Elizabeth reference for you. So, yeah. So next week is going to be uh, all. And these are these are guys you've never heard of. But it's kind of cool where they went on later. I got a couple killer tunes by David Gates when he was a rockabilly guy. You know what he went on to? David Gates from the band Bread. That's right. That 70s soft rock band Bread. He actually was a rockabilly guy. So there's like some stuff from people before they got, they, they were kind of like, you know, rockabilly. But now I want to change and I want to do this. So uh, speaking of other things, so we got all the sad sun stuff. Next week, we're going to get all this real. And this is the these are the kind of things that, you know, uh, was up there with like, you know, um, you know, Lux Interiors record collection. This is stuff he didn't even have, which is which is mind blowing, you know. Um, it's a long sorted story how I got a lot of that, but it's none of your damn business. So, but right now we're going to get into the fun side of Sun Records. They're novelty tunes. So they actually did some cool novelty tunes. We're going to start off with, uh, Smokey Joe doing the signifying monkey, which I believe is kind of a Pittsburgh hit. Zombo in your brain. And monkey in the coconut tree. Now, deep down in the jungles where the coconuts grow, lives a signifying monkey that the world should know. He told Mr. Lion one bright and sunny day, he said, There's a big burly elephant coming down your way. Now, I know Mr. Lion, he couldn't possibly be your friend, because he talked about the shape that your family was in. Now, you know, he talked about your mother and even your sister, too. Man, he shook his fist at your daddy. And man, that big cat flew. Now, Mr. Lion, listen on. Man, he got sore. He popped that long, bushy tail like a 44. He went on off down through the jungle with a terrific breeze. 
knocking coconuts from coconut tree. Well, old Joe was there as far as his eye could see. Oh, was a signifying monkey in the coconut tree. Now on down through the jungle, who did he see? But that big old burly elephant popped up against the coconut tree. He said, uh-huh, it's plain to see that you're the big cat what's been talking about me. Now the elephant, he, he sort of looked at him out of the corner of his eye, see? He said, you better go on, you big woolly rascal, and pick on somebody your own size. But Mr. Lion squared his shoulders, and he made a pass. Man, you know that elephant knocked him right flat on the grass? Now you know, man, he messed up his ears. He messed up his face. Man, he threw that cat's shoulder bones all out of place. Now they fought all night. They fought all day. You know, I don't know how that cat ever got away. Well, old Joe was there as far as the eye could see. Oh, was a signifying monkey in the coconut tree. Well, now, on down through the jungle. Now, who did he see? Nobody but that signifying monkey sitting up in that coconut tree. That monkey said to Mr. Lion, now, you know, it's a terrible shame. Yesterday, you was the king of the jungle. Today, you look so tame. But that lion said, Mr. Monkey, you know, it's a shame that I can't climb. Cause if I could, your head bone would surely be mine. And then the monkey, he, he got frantic and started jumping up and down. When all four feet slipped, man, his head sure hit the ground. Like a bolt of lightning and a barrel of white heat. Man, that lion got on that monkey with all four feet. But then that monkey, you know, he looked up with tears in his eyes. He said, now, Mr. Lion, now, wait a minute. I want to apologize. He said, if you'll just let me up like a good man should, he said, you know, I'll whip your head all over these woods. Uh, about time the lion was putting up a pretty good fight, the monkey jumped almost out of sight. Well, a jump was dead as far as the eye could see. Oh, was a signifying monkey in the coconut tree. Why don't 
won't you open that door? Open the door, Richard. That's all right. I put this ladder up on the side of the house and climb in the window. Mm-hmm. Here come the law. Open the door, Richard. What is you doing up on that ladder? What did you mean, what is I doing up on a ladder? What is you doing up on that ladder? Can't a man sit on his own ladder? No, a man can't sit on his own ladder. If you don't come down there, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to whoop you. You're going to whoop who? I'm going to whoop you. Oh, no, you ain't, man. Open the door, Richard. Wait up. Don't do that, officer. Hey, well, you hurt my bunions, man. Hey, Richard. A new girl in town and all the boys are hanging around. I'm sitting in school and everything was going fine. The teacher wasn't late and everybody was on time. When all at once she came walking through the door. M's all over the floor. I went to the water cooler to get me a drink. She had me so shook that I couldn't even think. My buddy said that she had moved in next door. M's all over the door. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? A new girl in town and all the boys are hanging round. A new girl in town and all the boys are hanging round. Saturday came, I went to the movie show. All over the Skip. I parted the weeds and looked over the swamp And I seen them cats doing the you bang your stomp You bang your stomp with the rock and roll Beats anything that's ever been told Now you bang your stomp and you bang your style When it hits it drives a cool cat wild Jam session about to begin. He handed me a tongue from I picked up that beat. That crazy thing sent shivers to my feet. I rocked and I rolled and I skipped with a smile. I done the you bang your storm, you bang your style. 
Had a good rockin' time where the chiefs thought I made. I was making good time and getting in the know. When Captain said, son, we gotta go. I said, that's all right. You go right ahead. I'm on a you bang and stomp till I roll over there. Well, the news of the songs have been a crime around. I'm doing water, seen it on the ground. First thing I seen when I saw it land, the calf jumped out in the crowd. with that right there that was uh, of course that was uh billy riley with flying salsa rock and roll uh one of the uh you know one of the like the the guys that actually later on went on to uh like come back and like uh do these oldie shows because i like i'm saying with viva las vegas they would dig some of these guys up uh and they would put up they would either put like big sandy's band behind them or deke dickerson's band behind them and they and they just most of these guys they had to prop up most of these guys they had to prop up. They uh, they were in no condition to perform. One of the worst ones was this guy named Oh God Lou. He wasn't on Sun Records, but Lou something or other. He needed a song called Cool Cat Walk or something, and he didn't even want to come out on stage. It was they kind of said, "Come on, Lou, come on out," and they brought him out to do this show. He was so feeble and so gone. It was just so sad. I, I forget Lou Williams. Lou Williams with Cool Cat Walk or something, and it was just like catwalking or whatever, and that was rough. But then again, you got people like they would bring Marvin Rainwater out. Marvin Rainwater also wasn't on Sun Records, but he did some great, great old rockabilly. He only had like two or three songs, um, and he kept wanting to play them over and over again. It was hilarious. Can we play that again? So he did like, you know, about a 40-minute set with like three tunes. So, uh, and who else? Did, so the one, I'll tell you, the only band that I thought really delivered was what was left of Bill Haley's Comets. And that's when uh, uh, this guy named Marshall Little, who actually took, and this guy sounded like, he sounded like 
um, you know, Bill Haley. He was the original bass player. And uh, they, uh, and it was interesting because, like, the whole Comets left because Bill Haley was, I guess, a colossal jagoff. So when the Comets left, he brought in new Comets. And you think the old Comets would, you know, really take off. But they picked one of the worst names in, I mean, they could have been like, you know, Maley's Comets or, or uh, the Comets or, you know, you know, uh, more, whatever. They picked this name called the Jody Mars. One of the guys' name was Jody and, you know, Marshall Little. So they called themselves the Jody Mars and went nowhere. And they were so damn good. Well, they, well, they uh, ended up getting the name back from Bill Haley and the Comets after Bill Haley croaked and all that other stuff. And they played Viva Las Vegas. And, you know, they're in their late to mid-80s. And these guys, you know, you could just see it was in their, it was in their blood. It was in their blood. They were just, they were just so much, uh, so vibrant. So needless to say. Speaking of vibrant, Charlie Feathers. Charlie Feathers, the first uh, song I heard the Cramps ever do was uh, their version of Tear It Up from Erga Music War. And that was one of those moments this is life-changing, you know. And Charlie Feathers was one of these guys he just always did the wrong thing at the wrong time in his life, except musically. Musically, the guy was just, uh, man, he was just, uh, where's Tear It Up at? I want to start it off with, start this, uh, set off with Tear It Up. I wonder if I can get that. Nope. Well, you might have to wait a little bit. I want to get Tear It Up to start this set off. It only seems fair, doesn't it? And um, he came out a little bit later with um, his son. I think it sounds named Bubba or something. And I uh, had a pretty good uh, follow-up solo, solo career afterwards. But here's a guy that just made a habit of making all the wrong people angry. And that's just, that's just what happens when you load a hillbilly up with a bunch of money, a bunch of booze, and a bunch of drugs. All f- havoc breaks loose. Here's a whole set of Charlie Feathers tearing it up. Come on, little woman, let's tear that dance floor up. Let's go one time. Get up, pop, 
town I traveled over mountains, valleys too Trying to find me someone that looks like you I don't know why they say you're just a flirt Maybe you like to see me hurt There's no more glow in the moon above To shine down on a man in love If someday you get blue Call me up and I'll come to you I won't come walking, I'll come flying I'll be laughing and I won't be crying I don't know why they say you're just a flirt Maybe you like to see me hurt There's no more glow with the moon above And out on a man in love. Yeah. Got that woman on my mind. I'm gonna 
feathers i can't hardly stand it the cramps really uh pay the fabulous homage to that tune but wow charlie feathers uh he made enemies with sam phillips pretty quickly he muscled his way into the studio uh early on saying i'll play any instrument i'll be on any record i'll do anything he just kept bugging the guy and uh he uh wrote oh he wrote something else uh you're right i'm left she's gone he did that as a demo that Elvis uh, covered later. And then uh, he recorded some great stuff, but he always claimed he was responsible for Elvis's sound. 
He says, I, I put together, that's all right, mama. I made El- I, I basically invented Elvis. And you could see how that might have not have set too well, even if he did do that. It might have not have set too well with fam- Sam Phillips and company. So he was pretty much, uh, you know, always saying the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong person. Bounced around a bunch of different record labels. Uh, you know, made a bit of a comeback in the 90s. And, uh, you know, when you look at it, the guy died when he was, well, he didn't even make it to 70 years old. And he looked like he was a million years old. That's the thing about when you see these guys. How old was that guy? What was he, 90? No, he was 63. Wow. Hard living, man. Charlie Feathers, tear up. Man in love, that certain female, which was in the uh, Kill Bill movie. And I can hardly stand it. So let's get to one of the guys from because I'm playing music all from Sun Records today. So it's really nice. Next week is going to be all um, Zomboko bootleg rockabilly. So it's all stuff that I've stumbled across of, things I used to, you know, kind of sort of make a, a minuscule living off of uh, uh, touring these uh, rockabilly festivals and uh, making uh, bootleg CDs of really rare records. So I think, I think you, may get a, you may get a kick out of next week. So we're going we're gonna to show the dirty underbelly of rockabilly next week. What the hell, right? So Carl Perkins, Carl Perkins, he was probably ripped off more than any other, any other white artist. I mean, Beatles took stuff from him. Elvis took stuff from him. Uh, you know, um, everybody, did, everybody did Carl Perkins tunes. And, you know, sadly, Carl Perkins wasn't a good-looking guy. Receding hairline, bad complexion, scrawny, married, pretty good guitar player, amazing singer and songwriter, though. He just didn't have all the ingredients. He had the good stuff. But he didn't he had the steak, but he didn't have the sizzle. And uh, you could tell some of his songs, he's just so damn good. Um... And uh, let's just do some. Let's just do some of the stuff here. All right. So the next section is going to be, uh, I think, the king of rock and roll, uh, Carl Perkins, as far as from a writing standpoint, and uh, and, the, and a vocal standpoint. He really wrote uh, a lot of neat stuff. He was kind of like the Buddy Holly of Sun Records. That's a good way to put that. And uh, here we go. Everybody's trying. And the Beatles actually did this tune later on. Well, they took some honey. From a tree, dressed it up and they calling me. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby now. I woke up last night, half past four. Fifteen women knocking at my door. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby now.
Club last night, half past four, 15 women knocking at my door. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby now. Well, they took some honey from a tree, dressed it up, and they called it me. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby now. Well, how come you say you will when you won't? You tell me you do, baby, when you don't. Let me know, honey, how you feel. Tell the truth now, is love real? Uh-uh. Clothes, punch my nose, cheat me at checkers and diamond nose. 
Their love rubbed off on me. I think the song single-handedly, single-handedly, that song formed the cramps. That is, that is, that is her. Actually, the cramps did this as a flip side, but her love rubbed off on me. Carl Perkins. Uh, wow. And the nice thing about Carl Perkins, if you look at his music, it's all in different keys. Like you look at all the Charlie Feather stuff, most of it's in the key of E. That's where he sang. Carl Perkins could pretty much sing in any key. And uh, that, was an, that was another one of his uh, fine talents. He would actually go out of his way to not make a standard rockabilly tune. Not everything had to be blue suede shoes, you know. So right now, since we're on a Cramps jag, here's two tunes uh, that from some records the Cramps ended up covering. Because today is, is uh, all songs from Sun Studios in Memphis. And uh, that whole last set was Carl Perkins. Uh, Everybody's trying to be my baby. Honey, don't. You can do no wrong. Uh, Your true love. And uh, her love rubbed off. So just a nice array of tunes from Carl Perkins. Great songwriter, neat singer. Kind of got shortchanged in the looks department. And that's that's all you needed in the music industry is to not have that one vital piece of the puzzle. So, Her Love Rubbed Off on Me, covered by the Cramps. The next two tunes are Sun Records tunes covered by the uh, Cramps. Marcy Skipper, and I think this was on um, Big Beat, or Flame Job. I think that's because this is Bop Pills by Marcy Skipper. So here's the original version. Woke up last night and I thought I was gonna die. Oh, say. I woke up last night and I thought I was gonna die. Oh, say. My doctor came a running and my family stood by. Well, now, say, he left three pop pills for ten, two, and four. He left three pop pills for ten, two, and four. A man went to hit me, I landed in the middle of the floor. Just to knock upon his door. 
came to pay my bill and brought money for a hundred more. can shake your sticks at. That was How Come You Do Me Like You Do by Jimmy Haggard. And before that was Bop Pills by Marcy Skipper. Both those tunes covered by the cramps a little later on. All right, we're talking some records. Uh, that's what's happening today. You got to do some Johnny Cash. So I got a nice little thing. And this is with Johnny Cash with the Tennessee Two. And uh, man, Johnny Cash, he was about 11 years old. Uh, if you ever see these pictures of him. And uh, so, yeah, so uh, we'll get right into that in just a bit. Let me tell you something. Compulsive Eaters Anonymous is a local nonprofit organization that year-round helps everybody. Even, well, not Johnny Cash. He's dead. Stone dead. Helps everybody with a, tour, a three, free 12-step program to help anyone who has a problem with food. Weighing too much, weighing too little, eating, not eating, being too thin. or But there's nothing for sploshers. And I always think that's sad that they should have a, a special thing for sploshers. So if you don't know what that is, you should go look it up. CEA has meetings through all out uh, the Pittsburgh area and phone meetings too. Yeah, I'm kind of funny. Just change the phone number and make it like, you know, I don't know, pizza shop. Point your browser. That's right. That browser of yours. C-E-A-H-O-W-P-A dot org. Compulsive Eaters Anonymous. It's simple. It's free. It looks, it's delicious. What else we got here? We have got 
chronic fatigue syndrome. Woof. So, yeah. So this obviously, hey, we're playing all happy, happy rockabilly. Oh, by the way, if you have a problem with food, if you're chronically tired, yeah, this station doesn't want you to have too much fun. You know, heaven forbid, heaven forbid we have three hours without any of like uh, fratar, fr- chronic fatigue awareness. And uh, it affects more than 400 million, no, 4 million Americans. And, uh, but they're just too tired to get diagnosed. End of story. You're listening to Zombo right here in your brain. I should tell you about some of the shows on the sh- on station. Zombo in your brain. How about that? The show has no business being on the public airwaves. It's off the rails radio Friday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WRCT. And Zombo's Deep Archive playing shows from 13 years ago. And that's going to be Thursdays, 1 p.m. to uh, 3 to 4. Yeah, 1 to 4 p.m. on uh, this here station as well. The Ebony Spectrum is a public affairs talk show that explores and celebrates a broad range of contemporary and historic uh, social, cultural, political, economic, spiritual, and current, and with uh, which, which comprise the uh, American, uh, the African dysphoria and Pittsburgh, PA, to, to Kingston, Jamaica, uh, to Akora, Guyana. In studio, telephone guests, roundtable discussions involving civic, social, business, media, academic, arts, and cultural trend setters, as well as a lot of run-on sentences. Wednesday, 6, all of that for one hour? Wednesday, 6 to 7. That's a lot on there. What's this? Dr. Trembo. Dr. Orsi. The Trembo Sound Show is a uniquely curated radio show mixed and presented live by scholar, who practitioner, Dr. Oscar Rodoli. That's some brainy stuff. That's Saturdays, 10 to 8. You know, I never profess to be no doctor. But boy, that guy's a doctor. I, no, one, no one can read his, uh, his logs, all that scribble. All right, so let's get into some Johnny Cash. All right, so we're going to do some Johnny Cash. So this is some of the stuff from Sun Records. Once again, playing music all from Sun Records today. Uh, next Friday is all going to be my, uh, my bootleg rockabilly stuff, all the old old, old records that you probably have never heard before unless you bought these bootlegs. And that's what brought me to Pittsburgh. Rockabilly brought me to Pittsburgh. That's, that's, I, was, I was brought in uh, to host... El- First off, I was, I, I was brought in to host uh, uh, Elvis Smith and... Oh, my God, there's Twangsburg. Uh, I used to host Twangsburg, which was a country-western thing here, uh, like MC it. And I was brought in to... Uh, uh, I was given a table at the Rockabilly Weekenders they had here. But what brought me to Pittsburgh was Elvis Miss. They had an Elvis Christmas party that they would throw at the upstage. And I don't know why people were so skittish about like, oh, I don't want to get up on a microphone and talk to people. I'm scared. Just get up there and talk to them. And uh, that's where I met my wife. And that's what brought me to Pittsburgh. I rigged the raffle so she could win. And the rest is history. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. That's how it works, man. That's what Brockabilly brought me to Pittsburgh. All my, all my, all my original contacts, man, all, all rooted in the Rockabilly. That's why it's so close to my spleen. All right, Johnny Cash. Hey, Porter, hey, Porter, would you tell me the time? How much longer will it be till we cross that Mason-Dixon line? At daylight, would you tell that engineer to slow it down? Or better still, just stop the train, cause I want to look around. Hey, Porter, hey, Porter. 
what time did you say? How much longer will it be till I can see the light of day? When we hit Dixie, will you tell that engineer to ring his bell and ask everybody that ain't asleep to stand right up and yell? Hey, Porter, hey, Porter, it's getting light outside. This old train is puffing smoke and I have to strain my eyes. But ask that engineer if he will blow his whistle, please. Cause I smell frost on cotton leaves and I feel that southern breeze. Hey, Porter, hey, Porter, please get my bags for me. I need nobody to tell me now that we're in Tennessee. Go tell that engineer to make that lonesome whistle scream. We're not so far from home, so take it easy on the steam. Hey, Porter, hey, Porter, please open up the door. When they stop this train, I'm going to get off first, because I can't wait no more. Tell an engineer I said thanks a lot and I didn't mind the fare. I'm gonna set my feet on southern soil and breathe that southern air. Broke 
I could be But when I come back I gotta buy another ticket Gonna bring her back with me Well, the Bible tells us about a man Who ruled Babylon and all its land Around the city he built a wall And declared that Babylon would never fall He had concubines and wives He called his Babylon paradise On his throne he drank and ate But for Belshazzar it was getting late For he was weighed in the balance And found wanting His kingdom was divided Couldn't stand He was weighed in the balance and found wanting His houses were built upon the sand Well, the people feasted and drank their wine And praised the false gods of his time All holy things they scorned and mocked But suddenly all their mocking stopped For on the wall there appeared a hand Nothing else, there was no man And blood the hand began to write And Belshazzar couldn't hide his fright For he was weighed in the balance And found wanting His kingdom was divided Couldn't stand He was weighed in the balance And found wanting His houses were built upon the sand What was written by the mystic hand Belshazzar tried but couldn't find A man who could give him peace of mind But Daniel the prophet, a man of God He saw the writing on the wall in blood Belshazzar asked him what it said And Daniel turned to the wall and read My friend, you're weighed in the balance And found wanting Your kingdom is divided It can't stand You're weighed in the balance and found wanting Your houses are built upon the sand Never know how it hurts to 
you go And for calling me those things you know I'm not Thanks a lot Pay toilet, Johnny Cash. Thanks a lot, Bill Cesar, Mean-Eyed Cat, and Hey Porter. So for every Johnny Cash Sun Records has, there was like 300 Jack Earls. And Jack Earl was amazing. I got two tunes by Jack Earls. And uh, you might even know these songs. They might even sound familiar. Um, not too familiar much about Jack Earls, but he has two songs that are pretty awesome. One of them is a Larry Williams tune. Uh, the other one, I think, is his own. It's a neat little number. Once again, Sun Records. Here's some more obscure guys. This is Jack Earl's Let's Bop. Check this one out. Everybody knows Oh, hard will start burning. Slow down. 
I stand corrected. That uh, Slow Down was not the Larry Williams tune. That was uh, something Jack Earls wrote. Uh, Slow Down. Even though there's a song called Slow Down by Larry Williams that does, you know, uh, it, it was a, some of the Beatles covered. It's a really neat tune, Larry Williams. But that that wasn't it. That was Jack Earls, who did a couple things for Sun Records and then just kind of got disinterested in music, became a truck driver for a while. That's a lot of these guys. They just came in because like with Sun Studios, it was kind of like, hey, I got a song where you play on the sidewalk or you'd know somebody. Or you'd hang out and, you know, try and, and, and get something recorded. And it was like, well, sure. They had nothing to lose. And, uh, you know, these guys would come in, they record a record or two, and, uh, you know, something might take off, something might not take off. It all depends. It's, you know, if the local DJ would play it, if these guys were good performers, if they look good, if they had, a, if they had an agent, or how their level of professionalism. And, and if you listen to a lot of this music, you'll hear a lot of mistakes. You'll hear a lot of like, wow, the, they, they, that, that bass slap was a little too much. There's an off note on the guitar. The guy's not quite on tune at the end. The band doesn't really know the arrangement. This is before any overdubbing. I think one of the first guys to overdub was, I think, Buddy Holly in the late 50s, early 60s, uh, when they kind of figured out you could get a safety copy and do an overdub. Uh, there's no overdubs going on here. It was just like, good enough. Good enough for rock and roll. So, uh Touring later. Some of these guys still tour later. So Jack Earls uh, in the 1990s uh, was doing some stuff. It got to be pretty popular in England. Moved to England for a while and was really big on their country circuit. So uh, that's kind of how, you know, Jack Earls. A lot of these guys found fame later. It was neat because uh, there's people, there was magazines like Kicks Magazine, Norton Records, uh, all of these, uh, you know, all of the, and, uh, with the resurgence of the cramps, the stray cats, the whole rockabilly thing. People were trying to figure out where all this music came from. And a lot of these guys got rediscovered. One of the funny stories is about this next guy, uh, Sonny Burgess. So Sonny Burgess, one of the few guys that play trumpet. With Rockabilly. Red-Headed Woman is a great tune. We're going to play that next. But uh, this, was, uh, this was probably about 10 years ago. Maybe 10, 10 years ago. About 10 years ago. He came to town. He was at Howlers. And he had his band. And I was like, oh my God, Sonny Burgess. And I think uh, Jamez put a bunch of money up behind. Because uh, they would bring Wanda Jackson into Howlers. They would bring, you know, uh, uh, it was really neat. Uh, there, 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 was a, there was a Rockabilly scene in Pittsburgh. Uh, through the 90s and uh, early 2000s, that was pretty vibrant, you know. It died a horrible death because everybody kind of got, well, I don't know if I want to go out anymore. So so the people got older. They didn't have, like, some got older, had kids, some got older. Uh, some of them kind of said, well, you know, I just don't want to do this anymore. And there was a lot of rockabilly bands. Now there's only a couple. Uh, gotta say, Boom Rockets are pretty awesome. That's a new rockabilly band. If you ever can check out the Boom Rockets. Those guys are a lot of fun. So that's, they're keeping that going. So that's kind of, nice. but back, back not, not that long ago. So anyhow, back to Sonny Burgess. So Sonny Burgess comes out. Everybody is stoked about Sonny Burgess from Sun, Sun Records. He plays Redheaded Woman. The place goes crazy. Then he starts, <laughs> his band starts playing all these, like, they're playing like Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs tunes. And they're playing all this weird, like, uh, 60s and 70s rock and roll. They're not even playing rockabilly. <laughs> it was hilarious. They were doing their they were doing their Holiday Inn lounge set. It was brilliant. Everybody's like so baffled. But here's the song they've kicked it off with, which is an awesome one. Redheaded woman, Sonny Burgess, Sun Records. 
the hell was that a never hit? How in the hell was that never a hit? That song was perfect. Perfect. Great lyrics. Fantastic production quality considering the time. Uh, and a great melody that's not hackneyed. And... Uh, that, that Slim Roads. So it just goes to show a lot of the luck of the draw with music. It's just, wow. That song just kills me. It's so damn good. And yet, you know, you could find it for like a nickel. See, this is, this is, this, oh, hey, this works out well. Goodwill, talking about Goodwill. Uh, goodwill is a uh, great program. Wherever you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help create jobs. There we go. Here's how it works. Donate to Goodwill. They sell your stuff and uh, find jobs, and, and they train people, and they donate to Goodwill, and, and go to a Goodwill and donate stuff and do stuff. So here, so, uh, so that's kind of interesting. I got this PSA and, and this song because songs like this you could find. This is why I'm so angry about the whole vinyl thing with people nowadays. You did not experience the fabulousness of vinyl through the 80s, and 90s through the 80s and 90s you could find this record for 25 cents you could find this record probably in like uh you know the original green cardboard uh you know dj sleeve for a quarter you could find you know sonny burgess's red-headed woman for a dime this is where a lot and that comes especially lux interior especially his collection was all Nickel, quarter, dime, 45s from Goodwills, Salvation Armies, garage sales. Then it had to be ruined. A gold mine magazine started really saying, well, this record's worth a lot of money. And then people start hoarding records. Then all of a sudden, somebody writes a book. This pressing with a white label's worth, the, who's it worth to? You believed it. You read the, this book and said, well, I guess this record's worth $50 because a book told me if you like the song, it, it could be worth a million dollars. But there's, it, that, that's the thing that gets me. Collectors ruined that. They ruined tiki's. You could buy a tiki, for, a tiki mug for like 15 cents. Now you go online, it's like well, $25 for this tiki mug. It's a Trader Vicks. It's like, what? What? You paid a dime for this in the 90s. So this is how a lot of mid-century uh, modern and actually uh, uh, a lot of collecting, uh, just they took all the fun out of it. Took all the fun out of it. You could go into thrift stores and you'd buy something with a funny title and say, ooh, this is, this is a Sun record. You know, I like this. Not like this is a Sun record. This is going to be worth $50. This is a Sun record. This is 25 cents. I wonder if it's any good. So it's about the music, not the thing. That's, that's why I'm so opinionated about uh, vinyl elitism because it never used to be like that it used to be fun it used to be ridiculous it used to be a real cult thing you know it used to be a real cult thing that only like people who didn't have a lot of money you didn't have a lot of money to buy new records so you just went to thrift stores and and bought whatever was there and you're going to find out a lot of this next week. You're going to hear a lot of stuff that was found for nickels, dimes. Uh, so they might have like a lot of scratches. I mean, I, I did not try to clean these up. There's a couple that have like, they were actually broken in half that I tried to fix. There's this Bob Wills record that was really great that was on DECA. I'm, I'm going to be playing that next week. Um, and uh, so needless to say, uh, today we are winding. That's the other nice thing about playing rockabilly. I, I played like a thousand songs today. It's exhausting. It's not like playing prog rock where you put on an album side and, and go take a doo-doo. I, I haven't been able to move my bowels the whole show. It's killing me, man. Usually I play like the seven, eight-minute song. And I can't do that today because it's all rock of it. Same with next week, too. 
So here is a really neat tune. Uh, Roy Hall doing Sweet Love on My Mind. And once again, it's all music from Sun, Sun Records. Uh, because I started out, what, seven weeks ago uh, playing all songs about the sun. And I almost made, I wanted to do 24 hours of songs about the sun. Only made it to 21 hours of a listener calls up and says, why don't you do the last three hours of Sun Records uh, from Sun Studios? And I says, yeah, let me do that. I will do that. I will do that. Now we'll do it right now. Sweet love on my mind. Roy Hall, Zombo, right in your brain. Don't forget, you can get downloads of this show. Stream it from ZomboCode.com. Uh, there's rebroadcasts on WBCQ, the planet shortwave radio. And like I'm saying, ZomboCo, Z-O-M-B-O-C-O.com. Uh, I'll probably have this show posted tonight. You can download it and you can listen to Zombo's Deep Archives. There's a lot of Zombo out there, isn't there? Not enough. I need my own damn radio station. That's what I need. I need my own damn radio station. And, uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, the Deep Archive. I don't know when it's, it's either going to be one o'clock to four o'clock or two o'clock to five o'clock. Uh, they're going to change the hours on the Deep Archive playing shows from 13 years ago. All right, sweet love, here it is, in your brain. Don't come knocking on my door 
go head on leave me alone won't you go head on you've been doing me wrong you know my love for you is true so why you treat me like you do go head on leave me alone won't you go head on you've been doing me wrong
riding around that women that drank that like a clown. Time to love and I'll tell you a fact. Automatic woman is the best in town. Automatic. Automatic. He's my automatic woman.
until we wonder what we're doing. Than Rockabilly, that last section. Uh, Sun Records did put out some blues stuff. That was um, Let's Get High, Roscoe Gordon, and Rufus Thomas Jr. did Tiger Man, Hydromatic Woman, Joe Hill Lewis, Guitar Red, Go Ahead On. Uh, and then in front of that, we heard uh, Roy Hill, Sweet Love on My Mind, Take and Give. Wow. Slim Rose, that's a nice tune. Winding this down, this is, this is why, you know, after three hours of Rockabilly and Roots music, I'm ready to kind of set it aside. So three hours is nice. That's why I would get burned out when I would do these Viva Las Vegas things and stuff. It's just nonstop. It's, it's you know, 72 hours of nothing but rockabilly. Yeah. Oof. So next week is going to be a rockabilly bootleg show. And I came up with a series of uh, CDs uh, in the late 90s called Rear Rear Rockabilly. There was 10 volumes. And I would sell these at the show. And they were all like, you know, 10 cent. Uh, you know, 45s of just, I mean, there's just no names that anybody would recognize, you know, just no, it was like, oh, okay, this guy, this gal, this guy, this band. So uh, that, that was kind of made it kind of fun. And the thing is, I was just doing some research. I did three extra volumes I never, ever pressed. So I have like Railroad Rockabilly 11, 12, and 13. So there's going to be some stuff. Even I have probably like one or two listeners that have these CDs, you know, because I used to sell these when they had Zombo Gallery. So I had some leftovers. I was always selling some at Zombo Gallery. Uh, so right now, let's wind things down. Got seven minutes. Let's do uh, Peroxide Blonde, Gene Simmons, once again, playing all songs from Sun Records today. Uh, let's just knock a few more of these bad boys out. Peroxide Blonde, Gene Simmons.
make a scene. I barked my child as the light turned green. I slapped it to the floor and I let out on the clutch. And what was left on the road wasn't very much. We flew out of town, we were side by side. Twin carburetors was a running wild. Smoke a balling up for a mile behind. I tell you that fly, she left me way behind. Well, I'm dragging, dragging down Main once more. With a peroxide blonde and a hopped up bottle of This show of Sun Records Rockabilly. That was Ernie Chafin with Laughing and Joking. And we heard Gene Simmons doing Peroxide Blonde and Hopped Up Car. Listen to Zombo right here. Uh, I'm just getting some notice from the station. They don't know uh, where if they can find a slot for my deep archive. Hopefully they can. Uh, that usually airs Thursdays, 2 to 5. I might get one or two more shows in uh, before they move the slot. I'll keep you posted. But man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bummer to lose that. If I I hope I get it sometime. I hope they have some place where they can put the deep archive because I've uh, made a bunch of these shows. I've taken shows from 13 years ago and kind of you know you know put disclaimers on them, telling folks it's 13 year old show and it, it's my encore show uh, that I've been having on Thursdays. So uh, I think next Thursday, hopefully I'll get another slot there. Uh, I don't know. Two to, two to five on Thursdays is where you should be. So I'm going to wind down with a really neat. I started with an Elvis tune at the beginning. I'm going to end up with an Elvis tune at the end. And it is a blisteringly soulful tune. His version of Blue Moon. Zombo, I remain where your brain. <laughs> 
RCT in the Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Brain WRCT right here in the Pittsburgh. 